Testing one, two. Testing a one, two. Testing one, two. Uh-oh. I don't know if that's good, folks. Oh, hold on. Testing a one, two. Testing a one, two. Well, we're going to find out. One way or the other, we're going to find out how good the mic is. I think it's okay. I turned it up and then I turned it down. Let me turn it up a little bit more. Testing one, two. I don't want to turn it up too much. Ooh, there we go. I don't want to turn it up too much because last time it was a wee bit too loud. I don't want to go there. So, well, we'll see how this goes. Um, thanks for joining me. It's been a while. Um, it's good to be able to stream live on on this here on YouTube. And uh, I know I got a limited light source. I kind of like it dark. Kind of like it dark and grungy sometimes, you know. I like I like the flannel look. You know, I like the I like the lumberjack look I'm going with here. Let me close out some things. Thanks for Thanks for joining me everybody. I appreciate it. Thanks for tuning in. It's 2022. And those that who have listened to my James Bond review, I want to thank you, uh, all 11 listeners, including myself, for uh, listening and, and hanging on. And uh, just, you know, I'm over the 4,000 download goal. And I want to, again, I want to thank you guys for that last year. That was so awesome. So awesome you guys brought it. And that encourages me to keep going, keep keep, keep moving forward with the podcast. Just when people thought I was down and out, I'm here. I'm here, and I'm swinging away. And I'm fighting a little bit of a cold that developed uh, today. And uh, well, I'm taking my vitamins. I'm saying my prayers. Drinking my energy blue juice, my uh, Dr. Jekyll, or I think this is Mr. Hyde. I think that's what this one is. This one's Mr. Hyde. But in studio, live, if you guys want to type something in, either on YouTube or at, uh, at hambo.podbean.com, you can. You know, I've been thinking about... Where does the podcast go from here? Where do we go from here? And, you know, I'm looking at some guests. Uh, again, I'm not thinking of getting two guests crazy. And maybe that's my downfall. <laughs> I, I, I like the strength of myself just going. It's always been that. It's always pretty much been about that. And there's some podcasts on. I listen to where I think the main guest is stronger than having guests on. Uh, I, I stay pretty even keel. The thing is, like when I do have a guest on, I think that the tone 
And it's true with a lot of other podcasts. I think the tone changes. And it kind of, you know, it's hard to maintain that because you're running with the energy of, of your guest and you're running with the energy that you have. So it's, it's just different. There's something that's beautiful about the solo experience. I guess I'm always, uh, I'm, I'm doomed to be a, a lone wolfer soloist kind of person. <laughs> that's all right. That's all right. I, I've, I've learned to make peace with that over the years and, and people that have, have listened to me, I think they, they've heard the struggle and the hotel room nights and know that you have to face those nights alone, alone in the depths of your own mind. That's where it's at. That's where the battles are won and lost, ladies and gentlemen. Man, I'm going deep. About as deep as my groggy voice. And uh, I got a few topics to talk about. I just finished watching uh, Boba, Boba Fett, which, you know, I used to always call him Bubba because I was, it's easy to uh, misinterpret the name, the sound of the name. It always sounded like Bubba to me, but it, it, Boba, Boba, F Boba Fett. And we're, uh, I'd see that's five episodes into it. And I like it, but I understand the complaints. I understand. I, I think. For one, Boba has his helmet off too much. And you're killing the mystery. And he is talking a bit too much. It's like, okay, he, he's making mistakes. And he should be smarter uh, in some of the things that he's doing in, in the show. But uh, he is making... Uh, I mean, for one, he, you know... He hires a bunch of people off the street and gives them a job, which, okay, maybe and he's very, he's very charitable. He's, he's got a, a nice streak in this show, which is kind of like, well, I never really took him for a, like a nice, having a nice streak necessarily. Uh, but he's not necessarily a, an evil person. He's just kind of out for himself. And it's like, to me, I always get the sense of like, well, how can you help me kind of guy? You know, if I help you, what can you do for me? You know, and there's a scene where he releases uh, his his fellow uh, prisoner. And I'm thinking, well, would he, should he do that? Would he do that? Does that make sense for that character? To me, he, I think he would have bargained. Like, if I do this for you, what will you, how will you help me out? But he just frees him straight up. So I, I, I don't know. It just feels like maybe because we don't have enough cinematic material with Boba Fett that we don't have the groundwork sufficient. But I always felt that he was kind of like he's in it for himself. And it's like, yeah, we need we need more. I think we need more. And I think we need I think the writers uh, kind of need to look at the material that's been made for him to kind of, you know, whether that's comics or the, or the novelizations uh, or the novels that have kind of worked on that character and they can see that and they don't have to take exactly from that. If they're worried about taking someone else's work, they can be inspired by that and be like, how can we put our spin that's similar to what has been written? Uh, 
that expands his character more. And I think six episodes, I mean, they're, they're doing the BBC thing here. It's like, that's too little. Six episodes is a little too less. Eight episodes is fine. To me, that's a sweet spot. You can tell a good, sufficient story. Um, I think if you tell six episodes, you really got to know what you're doing. You really do. It, it, episodes gives you a little bit more leniency to kind of like, all right, this kind of went off track, but we can bring it back on for a smooth landing. Or we can throw in a couple nuanced episodes. Uh, ten, 10's okay, yeah, but we're getting a little long there. You know, we're getting a little long, but it's not, 10 episodes isn't too extraneous. It's not, uh, but any more than 10, it's like, that's a lot of episodes, okay? <laughs> so you, you, run the course of milking something out when you do so many episodes per season, I'd say. Um, I think it takes a really talented writing group to keep things on track for that long without having filler episodes. And, and yeah, to me, that's my, that's my, uh, that's my thoughts on that. So overall, it's still an entertaining show, but not quite as good as I think we all wanted it to be. I mean, when you call something the book of Boba Fett, Boba Fett, right? You expect, wow, that's going to be hardcore. Like they're they they're laying it down. They know what it's going to be. Like he's going to be just throwing down um, his way, and that's the way it is. But everything we've seen has not been his way, and that's the way it is. That's what's so crazy. It's like it's the complete opposite. <laughs> It's almost comedic that the things he lets slide, you know, I, I just don't know. I mean, it's a series isn't over yet. We got one more episode, I believe. So I can't give a, com a complete review. That's my again. I, I do these half reviews of these TV shows. You catch me when you, you know, catch me when I'm doing them. Uh, so. Changing gears a little bit. I'll come back to some entertainment stuff. I got another show. Well, I'll, I'll talk about in a bit here that I finished. I watched the whole thing. I give you full review on that. Um, working out. Um, there's I've I've developed, developed my own book of working out and working out with with a friend of mine. Uh, he's been on this show and. A long time ago uh and he is i've been helping him work out and get back on track and develop uh to lose a little bit of weight and to develop muscle again because he's been out of the gym for a while and uh it's been good it's been good even for me so i've been able to you know push myself and work out in the gym more now that i have a workout buddy and last two weeks i've been hitting the the gym five days a week as opposed to three um, or doing three at the gym and then three or two at the, uh, at home. And there's nothing wrong with home workouts. You should do a home workout if you can't make it to the gym at the very least. But I think you burn depending on what your situation is, what kind of house or home you live in, you burn more at the gymnasium than you do at home 
because there's just more machi machines or more, uh, you got your treadmills there. It's just going to burn more unless you're hardcore about going for a run outside. You know, it's cold right now. It's January. So, uh, you can, you can, you can make it work, but sometimes more often than not, you're just not going to burn as much. I mean, I got the kettlebells here at home. I even got a mace, but I don't get the mace out very often. Uh, don't really have the room to do the mace stuff. <clears throat> and I just usually go for a walk around the block. I don't run around the block like I used to anymore, but once things warm up, I think, I think I will, uh, but it's been great. It's, it is great for, this is what working out does for you that I think eating, just eating and watching what you eat doesn't. I might be wrong on this, but I think exercising gives you the clarity of mind and it resets your whole thinking, your negativity and your uh, pessimism gets reset because you have to climb physical. You have to overcome physical weights and physicalness of overcoming that mountain of muscle pain and endurance that once you climb those things then you can be like okay let's do this i can tackle this problem mentally i can tackle that problem mentally it gives you a whole bunch more optimism and it kills your depression your anxiety at least for the moment, an hour or two afterwards. And sometimes you, that's exactly the push over the mountain that you need. You know, if you're dealing with some kind of a, an addiction, I think it helps a lot to kind of clear that out as well and restabilize and reset your body and your mind chemicals, your, your, your body chemicals, all of that. It hits that equilibrium again. I wish I could work out every single minute of the day. <laughs> I would just, it would be just be an endorphin, never ending endorphin rush. Uh, and I wish, I wish that it tied into making money. You know, it's just like, it's sad that even though, you know, you work out, it doesn't necessarily, necessarily mean you're going to be good at making money. That's a whole nother skill, talent thing that you have to learn. And, uh, you know, I've been learning about stocks, ETFs, that kind of thing. Because at the end of the day, just saving money alone isn't enough. It's a, it's a terrible truth. Yes, pay your debts off. Yes, save some money. But yes, have an emergency fund. But putting that money to work for, me, for you somehow doing the traditional things and learning about that, even though I'm not that kind of person, I'm, I'm an artist, it's still good to to learn about those things and, and just ease into it also slowly, very slowly, bit by bit, baby steps, taking action. But anyway, this isn't a money show. Um, I just wanted to, I wanted to tell you that's kind of what's been going on in my life. I've been hitting the gym a lot more. And when you hit the gym a lot more, you watch what you eat, because you want to eat better. You don't want to eat a whole pizza after you work out, you know? You really don't. Uh, you want to eat something healthier. So to those that can just eat fine and great, that's good, and keep a good attitude, I, I think the working out, it, it clears your mind. 
And I don't think I can ever, I can't really do that by eating well, even if I tried, you know. Anyway, by just eating well. Uh, Rage 4, my comic Rage 4 is, boy, boy, it's right there. It's really close. It's really close now. I just might have one more proof to do, or maybe not. I might release it as is. Because some of the pages came out a bit lighter than I wanted them to, them to be. So I might send it back to the printer, have them a little bit darkened. But everything's there as far as the wording and, and all that. So I'm going to have Rage 4 is going to be the normal version with the word balloons. And then I'm doing a silent version, which is just the, you know, it's just the panels. Which I think it works better more as a silent, silent version. So, looking forward to that. Also, coming up with some ideas for Rage 5. And I think Rage 5 is going to be a big deal. Because Rage 4 is a little bit light. Uh, it's, it's not a long one. It's one of my shortest. Probably the shortest one I've done. But it's a good lead up to a, a heavier story. And it's going to be self-contained. Each each of these episode, issues coming out to about number 10 is going to be self-contained stories. Uh, after Rage 10, I'll, I'll probably take a little break from Rage until I can get thing, things together and be re-inspired by the character to do another 10. I think I'll do them in probably like 10, each 10 issues, 10 issues, 10 issues, until I feel like, okay, I... I I don't know what else to do with that character or it feels like comes to a natural conclusion. Uh, I still have plenty of origin story to tell. I don't know if I'll ever tell his complete origin. I think if you give complete origin, I think that's too much. I think I might just give enough origin. But I'm, I'm still kind of messing around with that. I should write the complete origin for myself at least. But anyway, if, if you're cur curious about any of my Rage comics, you can go to IndiePlanet.com, I believe. Let me take a look. And I think the link, you can check out my website. It's got the link. You can see Rage number one that I did many years ago. Uh, let's see, IndiePlanet. IndiePlanet.com. Check out The Adventures of Rage. Um, you can download one for 99 cents. And I have episode. Uh, I got issue one, issue two, and issue three out. Issue four should be coming out this year as soon as I get things settled, and I'm happy with the, the final quality of the of the, of the comic. Um, it's very tricky putting comics together. It's not easy. Um, not at all. I'm looking at the microphone here. I'm looking at the mic. Hopefully, it's picking me up okay on YouTube, but we'll see. We'll see again. I'm not going to keep make this an, a super long episode. And my, my episodes are usually pretty short. Um, Woody Bush entered the live studio. Hey, how you doing, Woody? Thanks for listening. Um, flipbook. Flipbook videos. Uh, a friend of mine uh, talked to me about hey, why don't you do a flip book? And I've been doing that. I just finished a flip book video for my 
YouTube channel, 10 Second Cartooning. And I'm looking forward to putting that up in a couple weeks. It's finished. Um, just I finished one with uh, watercolor pencils. That's going to be it's coming up pretty soon. But the flip book, I'm kind of experimenting with that. And I might do something rage-oriented with the flip books. I think I might do something akin to a, a preview for Rage 4. Um, but I'm experimenting with that flip book stuff. Uh, I have a few other ideas inspired by other writers to make a flip book based on some of their work. Uh, there's some great flip book videos on YouTube, astonishing ones. There's a really good Avengers one that a guy did with Thanos and Iron Man and all that. It's incredible. But I don't know if I'm going to be doing that because that guy kind of already did that. I'm kind of doing my own thing with the flip book. We'll see how it goes. We'll see. We'll see how many people watch it, how many people are interested in that for me to keep going with it. But check out 10 Second Cartooning. That's my other YouTube channel. I also have a role-playing game channel, solo role-playing game channel, if you're interested in that. Uh, I do uh, games using the Mythic Emulator and HeroQuest. And right now I'm doing one called Christmas uh, Cop Nights, which is a modern, uh, kind of like a, a role-playing game that, game that uses uh, Die Hard and the Lethal Weapon genres, you know, as backdrop. You know, that's you're playing cops pretty much cops and robbers and the one i'm doing on it's called solo quester that's the name of the channel it's uh i'm doing a i'm concluding a christmas episode kind of takes place between lethal weapon one and two and i'm kind of working on that and adding a couple of uh, parts to it so we'll see how that goes um and this is it. But this is the Mustang 7. This is the HodgePodge channel. This is the home of uh, the Ham Palace and my longer drawing videos and my short films and my stand-up comedy. Uh, I have some stand-up comedy from, I think, 2019, I believe, before before uh, everything went crazy there. And uh, I might put that up. But I guess we'll get to it. Um Cobra Kai. So I, I watched all of Cobra Kai. Spoilers. This is going to be spoilers. Um, I really enjoyed Cobra Kai season four, I believe. And uh, I tell you, I think I really like uh, Thomasine Griffith. It's so great. He, uh, he did an excellent job. I was well written in the show. They gave him plenty of screen time. And I was really happy about that because I know with Chosen, they didn't really give him that up much. They gave him maybe an episode and a half. So with this, I thought it's great because they made him a big part of the storyline. So awesome. Um, some good stuff in here. In there, there's a, you know, I like, they're trying to integrate, <laughs> You know, uh, Eagle Fang and, and uh, Johnny is trying to integrate Daniel's style and vice versa. And then it, I was, see, there's a lot of twists where you don't expect it, that their styles, they can't 
they can't come to an agreement and make it work. So they split up. They, they try to make things work with the eagle fang, but Daniel's too stubborn. He just sticks to his Miyagi ways. And uh, so they end up kind of going, doing their separate thing. And, uh, and so they're kind of, there's a lot of craziness in this one. There's, there's a scene where Johnny is training his students and he wants them to jump over a skyscraper like over like a, you know, they're on top of a, of a building, but they, he wants them to jump to the next building. And the only thing under there in the alley is just a bed. And like, it's like a hundred feet down and he wants them to jump. But this isn't just like a, I don't know, five foot or four foot gap between buildings. It's like a 15 foot uh, gap between buildings. And he wants them to jump over that, which is so crazy and so over the top. Like, they're not superheroes, you know. They're not Spider-Man. And there's a scene where uh, Daniel's daughter, she goes for it. It's like she puts up a big fight about it, but then she goes for it at the last minute. And she jumps up. I'm like, there's no way. Not even a long jumper can make that. That was some. So there's definitely some over-the-top silliness to it. Um, the fighting is very, again, very uh, dance-like. And I think that's one of my main criticisms of the show. It's just the only time it feels realistic with the fighting is when Daniel and Johnny are fighting. And it just, uh, you know, when the teenagers fight, it's, it's just so choreographed, you know. Uh, but the story does have some good beats to it. There's some good twists and turns you don't expect. And they are kind of working on the characters, how they are. And they flesh them out about a lot more, which is hard to do with teenager characters. But it takes a lot of uh, patience on the viewer's part to kind of get into them. Uh, because really, to me, I'm about more invested in Johnny and Daniel's story, the older characters in, in uh, Terry Silver and Crease. You know, they bring, I'm, I, I like that dynamic. I mean, that's what we really showed up for. And I mean, everyone's, everyone's great. Everyone's great in it. Uh, again, I don't want to, I, there's spoilers, but man, Terry Silver, it's just, it's great that he's back. Yeah. I feel like <clears throat> there's that scene where he beats the crap out of uh stingray <laughs> and he gets drunk and it's just such a great scene where he goes, oh, you want to join Cobra Kai, huh? You want to join, you want to join Cobra Kai. You want to join Cobra Kai? And he just keeps saying it and he beats the crap out of it. He puts the kid, the guy in the hospital. And like, it's such a heavy scene. And uh, so it's a good cliffhanger. They, they're they great at the cliffhangers in each episode. So, and I love the military background flashback stuff. So, yeah, I, I wasn't disappointed. I think overall it was very good to... Tom Sian really brings it. I'm so glad he's back. I want to see the man get more work from this. You know, he's quite a bit older now, but he's still got it, man. It's it's so cool. So cool. Um, and and Kreese is good. I mean, Kreese, uh, he the guy that plays him is, 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 he's excellent. You know, he's just, he's so good at playing that character. So good stuff there. There's a silly dance scene <laughs> that plays, you know, uh, 
you know, a song that you hear on the radio, but the song uses, I was thinking today, uses saxophone in it, which is how often do you hear saxophone music in today's, in today's music? So I got to admit that that's cool to bring back the sax. And, uh, but there's a dance scene where they're all dancing and very choreographed. I felt very, I, it felt very dancing on the stars, uh, dancing with the stars. Um, but uh, also, wow, oh, there's something else. But yeah, I feel like they could easily do do a movie at this point now with the characters. So maybe they will. Maybe they will, but uh, good stuff. Cheesy stuff. There's a lot of cheese. If you can get through the cheese and just see it through, I think Daniel and Johnny, you know, they their their parts are still, you know, the actors playing them are they're still very strong in those parts, and they still it's still there. You know, there's still some good story dynamic there. So maybe I'll touch on that a bit more in further episodes, but. I know there's something else I was going to say. It's escaping me. Ah. Ah. I hate when that happens. You think of something good and it just gets gets away from you. Um, no, no UFOs last year. I didn't see any UFOs last last year. I know this is out of the blue. Um, but the last, you know, Daniel, Daniel and I, we talked about, you know, we have a paranormal segment of the show. I haven't seen any last year, uh, or most of the year before that. So something we that's weird. That all of a sudden now I don't see things in the sky moving around that can't be explained or can't be written off as airplanes and helicopters. So that's strange. So hopefully, I'll see. I've you know I hate I don't want to say I want to see something because if you say oh, I want to see something, then you're too easy. It's easily for you to write things off as oh, well now you're just looking for UFOs. But it's you know it's kind of a when you see something out of the ordinary uh, a, a few times in a row, it's pretty dang neat. It's pretty neat to ponder and think about. And it's definitely out of the ordinary. So, again, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be aware, but I'm not gonna be like always just like I hope I see one. I hope I see one. I, I because you can't be like that. You can't be like that because then you start to, you know, blind yourself by things that can look like UFOs, but they're not. Though I got a pretty good sensor on me, though I got a, a pretty, you know, pretty good at detecting what's usual and what's unusual. I mean, he had a, I had a rock thrown at me from nowhere, for Pete's sakes, at my windshield. So, <sighs> actually, the hood of my car I was hit the hood of my car. To, but anyway, so maybe I'll do another gym pod, just for the heck of it. I got better uh, headphones now. Uh, for my, I you know, I got a new iPhone. I just use it as an iTouch, really, but. Uh, I might record another one since you guys listened to the the pod in the gym, which I thought was pretty funny. It got as many listeners as it did. Um, also, I got to start reading from my Missing 411 book. And uh, But again, just wanted to keep it short. It's pretty normal length for the show. And uh, thanks for listening. 
Let me know in the comments what you think, either or, either if you're at the YouTube channel um, or at my Podbean channel, hambo.podbean.com. And if you're at hambo.podbean.com, check out, go to the banner at the upper left, go check out my YouTube channels. And this, the, the one for the podcast is uh, Mustang 7. So, all right, everybody, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. And here I is looking at you, kids. Let's make this 2022 the best we can make it. Let's live in strength. Let's have fun. Let's take it back. And uh, may you all have long days and pleasant nights. And with that, I'll conclude this. Thanks for listening, guys.